0: Anthony Hill checking in, your host with the most. Whether you're on a plane, train, or boat, or even in your car, I'm never too far. This no comp. So first I want to talk about, well, I want to start this all by talking about, you know, basketball and what just happened uh, with the Eastern Conference Finals. If you look at what happened, you'll realize that the game is all about adjustments. So now I'm speaking from a coach's perspective. The game is about adjustments and adapting. Adaptation is diversification. You have to add to the value of your team by showing them things that are that is going to help increase how they can use their talents in order to win a game. So. If you look at the books now, They have a good regular season coach. But when you get to the playoffs, you realize that you got 24 hours. You got 24 hours to adapt and adjust to how the team is going to defend you because defense leads to offense, but only offense leads to offense. So you must defend. This is the name of the game. This is how you win championships. And if you look at The adjustments by Milwaukee, they were few and far in between when they got when they went up against the Toronto Raptors. Now, what happened before them, obviously, you know, Brad Stevens is a young coach. um, And the Bucks had more momentum than the Celtics did, which is why the Celtics are probably going to get blown up. And for them to lose four in a row, it says a lot about the coaching staff. Now, I'm not trying to put anybody on the spot, but I'm calling it how I see it. Because if you were to judge people based off their performance when they're under pressure, then it could either lead to a diamond or it can cause a leak. Now, many things that the Bucks need to work on in the off season. One. O needs to go work out with James Harden, KD. He needs to go uh down to Chicago with uh you know, the person that trained Michael Jordan. Uh I forget his name Tim Grover. He needs to go down there and work out with D Wade. He needs to go down there and work out with guys that are gonna teach him a uh a, a secure move package. He needs better moves as a point guard. If he's going to be a scorer, if 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 the scoring low sometimes is going to be in his hands, he needs to be able to score in the half court. Giannis. Giannis also needs to work on adapting and adjusting his moves. He ran into a situation where, you know, his coach, and, and for me, I really believe that it's a, it's a coaching thing because if I were the coach of the books, I would tell Giannis to post up. Why is Giannis not posting up? Why doesn't Giannis have a jump hook? It's it's beyond me. Because the game isn't always transition. And Giannis is a great player. Don't get me wrong. I love Giannis. Giannis is helping out Milwaukee in tremendous fashion. I'm I'm a Milwaukee native. And there were times where guys would play really well during during the regular season, but you know, when it gets to the playoffs, they're looking to Giannis to be the captain, be the hero, be the savior. Just like Toronto was looking at Kawhi to do the same exact thing. So my my purpose for all of this is to really bring to light, you know, the coach the coaching, how coaching is also lacking as well. We 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 put a lot of emphasis on players. Yes, they have to come out and perform. Yes, they have to stay in the gym and do what they love to do, what they're passionate about, what they get paid millions of dollars to do. Yes, they have to do that. And a lot of guys, you know, I don't even think that they're investing in themselves as far as going to the best trainers, getting, you know, getting the proper, you know, techniques that they need because it's all about fundamentals and your foundation, you know, how you build your foundation. Yes, they've made it to the NBA. So you could look at me and say, well... How do you know, blah, 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 blah. But I've been playing this game since I was young. I'm 30 years old. I've traveled the world. I've been to 20 different countries. I've seen basketball at all levels, even at the highest level. And I realized what it takes. I've actually been in the field. A lot of coaches haven't been in the field. You know what I mean? A lot of players, you know, haven't looked at it from a coach's perspective, which is why LeBron is so good because he's a coach. At the end of the day, he probably can coach when he's done. He coaches his boys, and look how good they are. So, you know, it's it's inspiration. It's motivation. It's it's more than X's and O's. And for guys to be, you know, personable with their players, you know, that says a lot about who the coach is. Look at Calipari. You know what I mean? He's very personable. If you watch the 30 for 30 on him, you know, he has it down to, down to a science. He produces one it does. He produces people that... You know, go to the league and and are and are effective and, and do good. But I don't want to get off topic. But you know, the Bucks, being a Milwaukee native and a fan, a fan, and I don't typically say that a lot because I'm not really a fan of anything. But you know, the good word. So the good word is that you know the Bucks have to find ways to adjust and adapt. And you know. As they know, the game is all about reading and reacting to situations. And I feel like watching that Eastern Conference Final, they weren't reading and reacting because they were looking for either the coaching staff to come through with a clutch game plan or they were looking at Giannis to be the hero. When when you watch them during the regular season, you know, guys like Middleton going crazy. You know, Blessow even played extremely well. You know, Brogdon played well. You know, guys and... and when it when it came down to to the nitty gritty, when they when they caught the heat of the fire, you know, some of them jumped out the kitchen. And that's just a testament to to the coaching staff. And I I you know I we could I could break this down for any team. But you know, being a Milwaukee native, I, I see, you know, certain things and as I was telling, you know, my wife, Brooke Lopez has to play like Brooke Lopez. Brooke Lopez has to be an all star if the Bucs were gonna win. Brooke Lopez needed to average at least 22 in order for the Bucs to win. You know, Brooke Lopez was the real, was the true X factor. I would say him and Brogdon. And maybe Tony Snell coming off the bench and hitting threes. I didn't see any Tony Snell. You know what I mean? And, and just being able to put guys in positions to win, man, so you can win. And, you know, that, you know, it, it has a lot to do. I'm not in the locker room, but, you know, I can use my my gifts of discernment to realize that, you know, it's a lot of egos. It's a lot of egos and you know, guys don't want to give up certain things to get to certain things. Now, if you can compare that to why Golden State is so good, is because yes, they have prob may may have, may or may not have problems off the court, which is what, you know, is circulating. Yes. But when they get inside those lines, they respect Steve Curry enough because he's done it with all the greats. He's done it with all these people that have been at the highest level. He's done it with Jordan. He's done it with, you know, Phil. He's done it with Pop. He's seen, you know, Doc Rivers. He's seen these guys, these basketball minds. You know what I mean? he's. I'm pretty sure he's had conversations with the with the greatest basketball minds and picked their brains and and knowing what it takes in order for guys to be successful. And he's done that when you're inside the lines. It's just like, you know, we had this thing in basketball. Hey, I'm your friend, you know, off the court, but on the court, I don't know you. <laughs> I don't know you at all. And I'm going to treat you like that. And, you know, that's what I respect about Draymond so much is that he don't, he don't. Yeah, you could be cool off the court, but when you in them lines, he a dog, you know, and some dogs are nice and friendly and cute and cuddle, cuddle cuddleable, <laughs> and yeah, they cool. But some dogs is vicious and mean and will bite the hell out you, <laughs> and that's just what it is. Like we we gotta, and you know that's why, like I said, I respect Golden State so much. Shout out to Kevon Looney, who's from Milwaukee, Milwaukee native, four one four in the building. Stand up if you listening to this, you know what it is. You know we don't even gotta speak on it, Loon, Tune. You know and and so you know I know I know the game and I've been, I've actually been in the field. And so I'm trying to come at it from all angles. But, you know, if you look at the Raptors, they had a game plan. They stuck to their game plan. It was it was it was precise. You know, it was effective. It was efficient. It was properly set up. It was managed well. The egos were low. And everybody believed in it. And when you get guys to believe, it's just like Space Jam. (laughs) I'll give you a placebo, but it's you that has to believe in it. And if you looked at the books, you could see that they didn't believe in it. They realized what I'm realizing is that when you get in the heat of the fire, you need a good coach. You know, and we can we can relate this to any sport, just like football. When you look at uh, Belichick and uh, Brady, you know, when Belichick, you know, I I believe I'm getting it right. When Belichick sat out and let Brady do his thing, when they had uh, talks with management, you know, Brady played horrible. Brady played horrible. Why? He couldn't see what what his coach saw. You know, he couldn't decipher what was happening off the field. You know, from the outside looking in. And that's important. It's just like a general uh, with his soldiers. You know, a general gives you a clear map as to what's going on. You know, he gives you everything that you need to know before you go into battle. And as a soldier... You have to be able to read and react. If there's situations where you come across where that weren't what the general told you to do, are you just going to surrender? Or are you going to fight? Are you going to believe that once I get past this obstacle, there's more of what the general was telling me to do in order for me to complete my mission? And that comes with respect. That comes with understanding. That comes with uh, being able to decipher, you know, how I can move, how I can adjust, how I can adapt, and then you take a level of responsibility. So it it isn't just the coaching staff; it's the players as well. Being able to, you know, lower their egos and and, and let guys be guy, be the guys. Cause like I said, if you looked at Brook Lopez, he's a knockdown shooter. If you look, at, I don't even think Miritis played in the final, Eastern Conference Finals. He was a big part of what they did. You know what I mean? So I don't want this to be too long. I'm just giving my brief explanation on how I feel that coaching is so very important and how I feel that egos need to be minor. Just because guys are making these millions of dollars doesn't mean that they're better than you. The players make more than the coaches doesn't mean that they're better than you. We all have to feed off of each other, and that's what being a good teammate is. Like I said, I've I've played in 20 different countries. I've seen things. I've, I've played in high levels and low levels and me, medium levels. I've seen things. And what it all comes down to is believing and using your instincts and adapting it and having somebody to look at it from a different perspective than you looking at it. Being able to take their advice and imply it. But that person, that person, as a coach, for example, has to give you the right information. Has to always be adapting and adjusting. I heard Reggie Miller say uh, during the East Conference Finals. Now they need a play right here coming out. It was either Reggie Miller or c what they need a play right here coming out of this timeout. Shout out to them guys, great basketball minds. They need a play coming out this timeout when it was uh, the time was winding down. Where. If they would have had a play heavy hitter, they were down three, I believe. If they would have had a heavy hitter, somebody that could draw up a play, bing bing get us an open three, a good look, we can live with that. We can live with that, and then building up that person's confidence and not enough to knock down that shot when they get in that position because they've been hot, they've been been in the rhythm instead of just looking to Giannis to shoot the ball every single time. They've been, you know what I mean? They've got the uh, feel of the ball. That's why on Space Jam, everybody touch the ball to get their powers back because everybody needs to touch the ball. It's a team effort. You know what I mean? And so, you know, I'm not going to make it too long, but, you know, I appreciate you guys for listening in, if you're listening, whoever's listening, and where you're listening, I appreciate that, you know. (sighs) Take a deep breath, enjoy your environment, and, you know, I'll talk to you next time. One.